It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 16th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, new coaching rumor. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the latest on the Orlando Magic's coaching search, plus what's becoming very clear about where the Magic's focus is on the coaching search and why that's that's really, really important where they're putting it. We'll talk a little bit about that, plus a banner day in the NBA playoffs for Kevin Durant. We'll go over what happened there as we're now officially inside Lottery Week. Before you do any of that, though, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast, you're covering the land of magic with excruciating detail. There's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Brooklyn Nets after their big win? Check out Locked On Nets. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is also brought to you by Lockroom. Download the app and join me this week on Thursday at 5 p.m. Thursday at 5 p.m. to get in on the action. Lockroom, changing the way we talk sports. So obviously, uh, it's it's a trickle of information right now for the Orlando Magic. That the, the main thing that we're focused on uh, is their coaching search. Um, the NBA Draft Combine will begin next Monday. Um, that Our focus will shift fully to the draft starting next week. Um, we'll hopefully finish up any season recap stuff we have. I think I'm pretty much done with any player evaluations or any any talk I want to have about last season. I'm ready to put it, put it behind me too. Um, I, I think we're pretty much done with that. Um, so... We're kind of just kind of waiting for the coaching search to trickle out. And like I said last week, um, we really don't know much about what's going to happen this offseason for the Magic until the draft lottery occurs. So, um, so I, you know, we're all kind of in a holding pattern for Tuesday. Um, the participants in the NBA Draft Combine were announced officially. Um, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Suggs are the most notable absences um, otherwise, every prospect that you can think of is going to be there. There's uh, 69 total prospects will be there. Not all of them are going to do every drill. Some of them are just there for measurements. Some of them are just there for interviews. Um, so, again, the combine is important for a lot of reasons, but not necessarily for the players at the very top of the draft. They'll control a lot of their own narrative, uh, and we'll begin to see them do maybe some workouts with, with coordinated by their agents and whatnot coming up here in the next few uh, few weeks as well. The big news that came out for the Orlando Magic, though, um, came from the Denver Post. Um, a reporter for the Denver Post reporting that the Orlando Magic have asked permission to interview Wes Unsell Jr. Wes Unsell Jr. has been a longtime assistant coach in the NBA, including with the Orlando Magic. He was on Jacques Vaughn's staff when he came to Orlando. Hopefully that doesn't scare anyone away because he has been... 
uh, really knocking on the door of becoming a head coach for a while. I think it was honestly pretty obvious when he was with Orlando, while still very raw, still one of it was one of his first assistant coaching jobs. Um, it was it was very very clear that he had head coaching ability. Um, Jacques Vaughn had him, I think, coach. I forget which year it was. It might have been the Aaron Gordon year. It might have been 2014. Um, no, it wouldn't have been Aaron Gordon year because uh, Vaughn was gone by then. But nevertheless, um, Unsell did coach um, Summer League one of the years. Um, and honestly, like, I remember coming away with it. You know, Wes, you know, we all, everyone always asks these assistant coaches, what does it mean to, coach, to be the head coach of the Summer League team? It's like, oh, it's good practice for the head coach, being the head coach. Unsell was the head coach for one of the uh, Magic Summer League Summer League teams, uh, and that's obvi- and, and that's obviously good experience for him. So I think it's always been very very clear that he's going to be a head coach one day. Now is it going to be this year? Is it going to be this team? That is a fair question. And certainly there are people, perhaps in the Magic's organization, like Matt Lloyd, um, who is now in, who's in charge of the Magic's draft process, um, who can vouch for or, or give some insight on on how unsold was when he was here in Orlando. But even so, that was still almost 10 years ago um, at this point. I, I, I think Unseld, I had Unseld kind of on the periphery. I didn't really think of him. Um, but once his name was brought up, I was like, yeah, that's that's a guy that's been, around, that's been, you know, interviewing for jobs, you know, maybe not quite ready for the head coaching job, but someone uh, who is well thought of in NBA circles. And, and again, many people believe, I think, I think it's safe to say many people do believe that he will be a head coach one day. So the question is always, is this the right opportunity? Is this the right job? What you're going to see a lot of times with these interviews, and I think it's going to be the case with, with someone like Jason Kidd even, they're interviewing just to go through the interview process. Um, especially for young assistant coaches, going through the interview process is a sort of professional development. It's to go into the go and sit with a general manager, sit with an owner, sit with people that you wouldn't normally interact with as an assistant coach and get an, get an understanding of what exactly is involved in being a head coach beyond coaching a team, beyond the X's and O's. Um, I think some of it is coming to an understanding of like, this is what general managers are looking for. This is what executives are looking for. Um, So, you know, I think we'll see a lot of names interview with the Magic job that aren't necessarily in it for the Magic job. They're in it for something else. Um, You know, Stan Van Gundy was a big proponent of his assistant coaches going out and, and interviewing for other jobs. He wanted, he really pushed hard for Patrick Ewing to get an opportunity to be a head coach, but really pushed hard for him uh, in those first steps to get interviews, to go through that experience. Steve Clifford was the same way last year with the, with Pat Delaney. Um, you know, Steve Hetzel, I think, has also been up for, um, you know, on the periphery, but up for head coaching jobs too. Um, this is something that a lot of coaches want on their staffs. They want ambitious people who are thinking, how can I be a better coach? How can I take that lead chair one day. They like people that think like that. Um, so, and obviously the coaching industry is a very, very small world. Um, the coaching industry is a very, very, very small world. Uh, and so they all know each other. Um, you know, they're all looking to help each other and they all know, um, you know, kind of what, what the lay of the land is there too and who the, who the right guys are as well. Um, it, it's, it, I, I, again, it, it's, I, I, I know I've said this repeatedly, Whenever we've talked about coaching, coaching and the coaching candidates in this in this class, um, or in this in this opening, we don't always know what assistant coaches are up to and what they're responsible for, uh, and what impact they actually have. And even great assistant coaches don't always make great head coaches. Um, so 
Right now, I can only present the information. My gut reaction was Wes Unsold would be would be a fine hire. I think that he'd be a coach that could foster a young team. Yes, absorb a lot of losses. Do I think that he can be a coach that takes him to the next level? It, it, this isn't quite Jacques Vaughn. Um, I, I, I don't think we can stress how odd that Jacques Vaughn hire was. Jacques Vaughn had only two years as an assistant coach when the Magic hired him in 2012. Um, you know, you know, we're, we're talking about some first-time coaches. Wes Sunsell Jr. would be a first-time coach. He's been an assistant coach in this league since 2012. He's been an assistant coach in this league for a very, very long time. He's been part of several staffs, from a rebuilding staff with Vaughn to a championship-level staff with Mike Malone. Um, the you know, Becky Hammond has been on an NBA bench for seven years um, with the San Antonio Spurs. She has been with the team that's fought for the playoffs and been with the team that's been rebuilding like they are right now. Um, those those experiences are all valuable, but again, you just you just don't know. So here's what we do know. According to the reporting that we've seen this week, the Magic have scheduled interviews with Becky Hammond. They've asked for permission to interview Jason Kidd and appear in an interview would be happening at some point this week. And... They've now apparently asked permission to interview Wes Unsell Jr. There are certainly other coaches that have probably been interviewed already or they've asked for permission to interview that we haven't heard of yet. Um, I know there's some 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 Twitter sleuthing going on. I'm not going to completely share that because who knows if it's real, but certainly the Magic are doing their due diligence on a lot of people and on a lot of candidates. Um, just because you're hearing someone someone's name bandied about right now does not mean that they are the hire. It's very, very likely that that hire has not been interviewed yet or has not been reported yet. So we're still at the beginning stages. Like I said, I would imagine things go on hold um, while the team, while the, while the front office is in Chicago for the NBA draft combine. Maybe they do some interviews there. Um, the combine is usually a time when the whole league comes together. You start to hear, hear the rumor mill churn a little bit. Certainly once the Magic know where their lottery pick stands, it's going to help them market the kind of team that they have to sell to the coach as much as the coach has to sell themselves on the player. We'll talk a little bit about, though, what kind of coach the Magic are searching for and why these names that we're hearing all have a similar theme. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Magic once a week, so you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Um, it's mostly me just running on, so I want to hear from you a little bit more. Locker Room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Magic podcast through our locker room conversations. So be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting room on Thursday at 5 p.m. That's Thursday, June 17th at 5 p.m. Go download the locker, the free locker room app now. It's currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. Follow me at P. Rossman Reich. That's P-R-O-S-S-M-A-N-R-E-I-C-H to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week on Thursday at 5 p.m. Can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Orlando Magic. We'll see you there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So what do all the Magic's potential coaching candidates have in common? What is the common thread that it, that's really standing out among these, these coaches? I mean, obviously, you know, there were some connections for the Magic to Mike D'Antoni, um, but most of us dismissed it. Um, even the Jason Kidd rumor, a lot of us have kind of discarded it, um, even though, and, and some of it is because the source is not as reputable or perhaps as well-connected as some of the other sourcing that we've seen on some of these rumors. Um, but aside from the fact that a lot of people just don't have a good feeling about Jason Kidd as a, as a coach um, because of what happened in Milwaukee, uh, there's, there's, there's a sense that Jason Kidd fits better with a different kind of team. I was actually having this conversation earlier, um, to, earlier in the day about coaches and the roles that they play in teams and how they develop. It is very rare that you find a coach who can successfully reach and coach a young developing team as he is a championship-level team. Phil Jackson struggled with a young team at the Lakers. He struggled to kind of mold a young team with the Knicks. Phil Jackson is very good at getting the most and pushing the right buttons on veteran teams knocking on the door of a championship. Doc Rivers is too. But both have had their struggles with sort of the young developing teams. In fact, it's often these young developing teams that are some of the more difficult teams to get right. It's a credit to Scott Brooks, what he was able to do with the Oklahoma City Thunder. It is a credit, (coughs) excuse me, to someone like Kenny Atkinson, who's at the top of a lot of people's lists when it comes to the Magic, um, to be able to get a team from from the beginning stages of a rebuild to the playoffs. It's a credit to Brett Brown. Not enough people are talking about as a potential Magic coach. Um, I think he would be a really good good fit for this team too. The common thread that we're looking for is a guy who can develop young players. A guy who can hold people accountable. A guy who still makes winning matter, but focuses on getting the most out of the players that he has. <coughs> um, it's not an easy thing to find. And honestly, it's one of the reasons why I thought Steve Clifford was still the best fit because that's what Steve Clifford's really good at. Now, is he is Steve Clifford good at trusting really young players? He's pretty much said it himself. He is not. He wants veterans on the floor. He trusts veterans more. He's going to lean on veterans. And at the end of the day, his priority was winning over development. He was always going to play Ken Birch over Mo Bamba. Uh, unless he had a training camp, unless he had time to see that <coughs> that Mo had taken the necessary steps, which honestly, it, it didn't. Even with the extended playing time, it did not look like he had. He was always going to lo- to lean on the veteran over the young player, and that's why things no longer aligned. But the Magic are looking for a coach very much like Steve Clifford, someone who will develop young talent and motivate, but also hold them accountable and make winning matter. Even if the Magic are destined to be a bad team again next year, which is very likely, winning still needs to matter. 
Losses still need to hurt. They still need to be aiming for something. I want to be talking about the playoffs in February. And I think that should absolutely still be a goal for this team. The Magic certainly proved this year you don't you only need a quarter of a season to line yourself up for a top pick in a draft. So all the coaches that we've talked about, all the coaches that we've put emphasis on, have this mix, but always lean toward the side of development. When we talk about Becky Hammond, we talk about can she develop a young team? The fact that she was able to coach a summer league team to a championship is a really positive sign. The fact that she <coughs> was an undrafted player in the WNBA and had to work her way up is certainly a sign that she knows what it takes to grind and work to make your mark in the league. She will be a basketball Hall of Famer one day. When we talk about Kenny Atkinson, what are we talking about? We're talking about the work that he did with the Brooklyn Nets, taking a team that had no draft future, making them play their butts off, overachieve despite a lack of talent, and then when he got some talent in a D'Angelo Russell, they were able to take themselves into the playoffs and put themselves in the playoff picture, turning Brooklyn into a place that people want to go. When we talk about David Vanderpool, when we talk about Darvin Ham, when we talk about these coaches, we're asking, do their players get better? And that's why we're all very sour on Jason Kidd. Oh yes, when Jason Kidd arrived in Milwaukee, they improved from 15 wins to 41 wins, but the rest of this time was very uneven. Yeah, Giannis got better, a lot better. They were without Jabari Parker, who was dealing with uh, ACL injuries, but his time in Milwaukee was very uneven. They never had a consistent identity. They never really built in a clear upward fashion. It was really just Giannis's talent that drove that team. And eventually when they hired Mike Budenholzer, made them an Eastern Conference contender because Mike Budenholzer is a good developer, which is, again, why we're talking about Darvin Ham, one of his assistants. <coughs> Excuse me. The biggest thing the Magic are looking for then, the biggest common thread in everything the Magic are doing right now is that development piece. So it doesn't matter who we talk about. It doesn't matter about anything else. The question the Magic want to know is what's your plan to develop R.J. Hampton? What's your plan to get the most out of Cole Anthony? What's your plan to bring Jonathan Isaac back and expand his game? What is your plan to develop this team? The Magic are the fourth youngest team in the NBA right now. They need a coach that's going to help them grow and reach their potential. And that's obviously the biggest question on everyone's mind. We'll close today's show talking about a player that has very clearly reached his potential. Kevin Durant's historic performance for the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs coming up here in just a moment. But first, today's podcast brought to you by Built Bar. As you know, Built Bar has nine delicious flavors. You can actually all get them in a mixed box. You'll get two of each flavor. And the flavors are absolutely delicious, whether you're going for coconut, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, you're going to get a bar that tastes exactly like what it says on the box. That's not something you always get from protein and from energy bars. You go to the supermarket, you grab one of those bars from those brand names that you think you know, you bite into it, it says it tastes like chocolate chip, and it kind of does, but not really. The last thing you want to do after that is look at the nutrition facts, because usually those bars, are they say they're 150 calories, but each bar is two servings. It's like 300 400, 300, 400 calories. Those things are like eating another meal. You don't need another meal. You need an energy bar. You need a boost, not a meal. That's why Built Bars 
are not just the best tasting, but they're healthy too and good for your diet. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have a little bit more, coming in at 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, but they're all under 200 calories. Again, not a meal replacement, a meal supplement. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Be sure to also check out Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. The NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs are reaching their peaks, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You can even get your UFC MMA action on Bet Online as well. So before the next pitch, bell ring, puck drop, tip off, whatever it is, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. What we saw uh, Tuesday night um, in the NBA and the NBA playoffs was one of the great playoff performances of all time. Uh, like, let's, just, let's just be real. Kevin Durant's 49 points, 15 rebound, 10 assist performance will go down as an all-time individual playoff performance. Um, I watched. I was able to watch the end of the game, and it had all the vibes of LeBron carrying the heat over the Celtics in Game 6 in, tw- in the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals, which to me, I think, might be the single best individual playoff performance I've ever seen. Um, I'm not saying it is the best. It's the best that I've seen. Just unbelievable what LeBron did that night. And honestly, unbelievable what Durant did on this night. James Harden clearly was not healthy. He probably should not have been on the floor, and Milwaukee probably should have attacked him more than they did. But even with Harden not really out there, Durant carried that team. Him, He and Jeff Green, yes, that Jeff Green, magic legend Jeff Green, carried that team. They're down 18 late in the second quarter. It looked like Milwaukee was going to run away and Brooklyn was going to be left trying to figure out what more do we need to do? Is this really just about our health? And Brook and Durant just kept coming. You know, I, there's there's various there's certain points of that game where I was like, I want one of those because I mean, life is so much easier when you have a player like Kevin Durant that's just not just a nightmare nightmare uh, matchup nightmare, but Someone who can just score at will. Magic have missed that. Magic haven't had a player who could score at will like that since Tracy McGrady. It's why we're so heavily invested in what happens next Tuesday. Because get a top three pick and, and the Magic might have that kind of a player again. Whether it's Cade Cunningham, whether it's Jalen Green, whether it's Jalen Suggs, the Magic might finally get a player like that. It has been a long time since the Magic have had a score of that caliber, and I don't think those three guys are Durant caliber players, but they, they'll they take what they can get. 
It was an incredible, incredible performance. And Brooklyn took advantage of a Milwaukee team that, frankly, looked a little scared. I mean, Giannis is a two-time MVP, and rightfully so. And he sat there and said after the game, Kevin Durant's the best player in the world right now. And he ain't wrong. He ain't lying. But Giannis has to do better too. Um, Giannis' fear of getting to the free throw line, uh, his fear of just taking it at players. Uh, you know, if Milwaukee loses this series, it's very realistic that Mike Budenholzer could be done. Because the Bucs need a coach that's going to win them a championship. They need players and a roster that's going to win them a championship. And too often, Milwaukee's offense in that second half especially was just stagnant. No ball movement. No side to side. They were able to lock up Giannis one-on-one. Or if he scored, they weren't helping off anybody. Milwaukee needs to trust their system and trust themselves if they're going to win. And it's a 2-2 series. Or it's a 3-2 series now. They still have a chance to force the Game 7, and they very well could. They are still a very good team. But that was a gut punch. That was a historical performance from Brooklyn for sure, but a game Milwaukee knows they left on the table because it took a historical performance to beat them. Can Brooklyn do it again? Sure. It's Kevin Durant. He's been doing this for a long time. But the Eastern Conference certainly got a lot more interesting. Certainly we have Hawks, Sixers, which is plenty interesting too. We'll talk about all that and more coming up uh, tomorrow, but if you haven't done so already, check out the Locked On Today podcast where they talk more about Kevin Durant and all the Brooklyn Nets needed from their superstar forward. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe to Locked On Magic. You can download that wherever you download podcasts. Wherever you download podcasts, I'm doing a different outro, so I'm, I'm a little lost today. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore md. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. There it is right there. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's a good dude for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.